welcome to Geminit, a podcast about knitting, spinning, dyeing, and other crafts in mid-America. Hi, I'm Sherry. And I'm Tamara. Thanks for listening. We are recording today on January 22nd, 23, and today's episode is a welcome back episode, a chit-chat episode. Hi, how are you doing today, Tamara? I'm doing okay. And the snow stopped from yesterday, and so it's pretty, but the roads are drivable, so it's all good. How about you? It is dreary mud with a tiny bit of snow on top, and everything is gray, slate gray. But it's a cozy day to be inside and to record a podcast. It's been quite a while. What have you been up to, Tamara? Since the last time we recorded, do you want to talk about life stuff, or you want to just drop, jump straight into knitting stuff? Then we can do what we have on our needles because we knit while we do this. And then let's tell our listeners, if we have any, um, what's the reason for the long break. Okay. So what I'm working on right now is a fingering weight hat made out of like a generic gray color at the bottom and the top. And then there is a neon rainbow stripe in the center. And mm-hmm. I, I, this is actually what I'm working on currently, but it's also what I've already finished because here I'm going to hold it up and put it on. I already mm-hmm. finished one of these for the older teen. So you can see um, it's a nice hat and the stripe is beautiful, exactly what I wanted, but it's way higher than I had imagined. So now I'm making a second one and I'm going to let the teen decide whether which one they want to keep and then the other one will be for me. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And the neon rainbow yarn is actually from Tall Pine Yarn out of Massachusetts. And she's got an Etsy shop that I love. And when I saw her little mini skeins go up, I thought, oh, oh, I definitely need some of that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a hat. And now it's two hats. Yes. What what about you? What are you working on? I am working on a sock. I'm holding it up here. It is oatmeal colored with uh, blue and red stripes in it, self-striping by Regia. Uh, Regia is like my favorite basic sock yarn out there ever. This one, instead of being the normal four-ply I get, this is a six-ply. So it is a sport weight rather than a fingering weight. And I am loving knitting this sport weight sock. It's It feels really great and the yarn is fat enough. It's super fast because I only need 48 stitches. It's very satisfying. If it's not too tight in my shoes because I have really wide feet, I might knit a whole bunch of these. I say that I do not have any other sport weight wool because this was a a test for me. Yep. You're kind of talking me into the sport weight because Uh it it turns out I am now also a sock knitter again. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, sport weight sounds pretty good because I have boots that I think would be just perfect for that. I feel like this weight is like um, store-bought hiking sock weight. Yep. It's yep. definitely yep. thicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely recommend it. But we're going to pause right now to go into, because your hat sort of goes into the reason why we have it recorded for almost a year now. It's been a busy, busy year for us. Um, I started a new job, and that new job just ate up my life. I would get home and like practically fall into bed and sleep because my brain needed time to repair itself. Um, and then I also got really back into um, the local communities because all of the clubs started meeting in person again. And when I wasn't at home asleep, I was out and about doing things. And now 
I don't need, I've finally settled into my job. I don't have as much anxiety. I no longer need a full eight or nine hours of sleep a night. I can go back to seven or eight hours. I feel like I can dedicate time to this again. Uh, What about you? So yeah, there's been quite a few changes since the last time we talked. So the older teenager graduated high school with yay, good job. Yay, teenager. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what we're doing. And then over the summer, um, everything was pretty much normal, except for I started a new job to help pay for college, which comes right Mm -hmm. after graduating high school, and also to plan ahead for the next teen going to college. So I now have a day job. I'm still doing all the designing stuff and the Etsy shop. And I've also picked up a few writing assignments, which I am super excited about. So excited Mm -hmm. that I've started working again on the blog. And I've had some pods, I mean, some blog posts go out that I'm super proud of. I've done a lot of research. And I've, you know, I'm happy about the writing. And I, that's pretty exciting. But all of that to say, then they went to college and Mm -hmm. far, far away college, um, 17 hours from home, which is very hard on a mom or very hard on this mom. And I've actually been down. So Mm -hmm. that was part of why I didn't have the energy to record either. So, but, and that explains why I'm doing a fingering away hat, uh, the 17 hour away college is in Arizona and they do not need a warm winter hat, but they will yes. probably wear a fingering weight hat. Yeah. <laughs> and they do wear hats all the time, don't they? All the time. And yeah. I originally, this, this project was a cowl and I held it up and said, see, look at this. Isn't that? And the teenager said home over winter break said, I would wear that. What is that? And I said, it's a cowl. And they're like, what's a cowl? I said, you wear it around your neck, kind of like a gator. And the answer then was, oh, I thought it was a hat. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so now it's a hat. Now it's a hat. Uh, two hats. All right. And the back to the what we are knitting on or what we have finished is, for me, it is more socks. That is all I am doing at the moment this winter because the takes very little brain space and it keeps my hands busy and uh, I have not knit socks in a very very long time and I used to wear them every single day and I for decades absolute decades I wore them every day but I got out of the habit of it because washing them became too unwieldy so I did a um took a look at my sock drawer figured out also washed all of them figured out that my drying rack in my um, bathroom pretty much tops out at 32 pairs, folding them time-wise. Also, you know, I hit the 30-pair mark and it's no fun. So I downsized some old worn, starting to wear out socks down to 32 pairs. And then I now have a one-in, one-out rule, uh, which is making it so I can stay on top of it again. I was up in the... um, mid 40s and it was just too unwieldy i could not keep on top of it so then i went to my sock yarn stash and looked at that and um all of the yarns i had were really 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 old and i didn't find them very appealing i had not knit them because i didn't love them with a couple that i loved too much and didn't want to knit them for that reason so i made a goal for 2023 that at the end of the year i will have either knit up these balls or pass them along it's time to refresh my uh, sock yarn 
And so that is my current projects. And what about you, Tamara? I am also, I mean, I have the hats on, I have a sweater on, the needles, but none of that am I ready to talk about right this instant. What I was going to talk about is socks. So Mm -hmm. um, it's surprising that uh, we're both back into socks. Turns out, while I'm at work, I can knit on socks during some of the meetings. It's been years and years and years and years since I needed to go to a work meeting and Mm -hmm. look like I'm paying attention. I no longer have the patience, brain space, I'm not sure what it Uh is, to uh sit in a meeting and and actually hear what everybody is saying and pay attention unless I have socks on my needles. And almost all of our meetings are on Zoom. So it's not like I'm showing everybody my socks. Look at what I'm doing instead of listening to your very important (laughs) speech, right? No, I just look down at my hands and it looks like I'm paying attention, which I am. I can actually listen much better while I'm knitting. Yes. And they don't take much thought for me. I enjoy I enjoy knitting on the self-striping ones, the ones that go mm-hmm. around and around and around and change color ever so often. That's that's perfect because it keeps my interest and that's what I've been doing a lot of knitting on. Yep. Yep. And then sometimes we talk about what we've been wearing here and uh-huh. I was going to I was going to talk about that because yeah, go ahead. I have had kind of a big mind shift change. My sample design sweaters have always gotten photographed and then very quickly and carefully put into Ziploc baggies and then the baggies put into totes and then the totes packed away safe. And I have kept them for some magical future event or trunk show, or if I needed to update photographs on them or whatever. I did not wear these sweaters. And I love these sweaters. That's why they turned into designs. That's why I spent all the time knitting them and pushing them through tech editing and test knitting. And This year, I have decided that I now wear my sample design sweaters. And I've been having so much fun with that. It's a huge mind shift change, but I've decided now is just as important as some magical future unknown. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so I wear them. And I will walk into work in the morning and say, I knit this sweater and it's one of my (laughs) designs. And, you know, some people care and some people look at you strange, but I'm enjoying doing it. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have started sharing the pictures of the sweaters as I wear them. I Uh am, if you follow me on Instagram, you also know that I am selfie challenged. (laughs) I'm working on it, but um, most of the selfies are not awesome. And so I have started, I'm sharing them anyway, by golly, because I'm wearing the sweaters and I'm going to share them. I'm just Uh gonna. But um, I have also started adding like, here's a picture of me in the sweater. And this is why it's such a big deal that I'm wearing the sweater because I never used to. And then also, here's this other picture of the sweater on Mona (laughs) or Roxy or like a nicer picture so you can see the actual freaking sweater. (laughs) Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. I'm really glad that you're wearing them. A question, because you're taking most of the photos after you're already at work, right? Yeah, is yeah. there is there a spot somewhere there that has a mirror, like the bathroom or something, so you can do a mirror selfie? Or are these mirror selfies? Some of them are me going outside and trying to uh, push my arm out far enough to get an actual picture, which never uh-huh. works works well. Um, and some of them are in mirrors, but. There's two different mirrors that I found, and um, one of them, the lighting's not great, and the other mm-hmm. one, 
there's a lot of clutter in the background. Like you yeah. can obviously tell I'm standing in a bathroom because there's the sink yeah. and there there's a wall and the, like I don't know how I feel about those. So uh, if I find a better mirror, I would use that for sure. But mm -hmm. for now, uh, I'm working on it. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, we are now ready for fantasy knitting. I'll go ahead and go with that. So, you know, just a minute ago when I mentioned that I was going to be working down my sock yarn, and mm -hmm. when I decided that, it was sort of like, a, you know, use your stash, don't buy new yarn, and that lasted, oh, maybe eight days, you know, uh, about as long as resolutions last. And then I received a, an email from Little Knits about a shop update for Regia. They always have Regia, like discontinued colors, super cheap. And uh, there was an email about a shop update and there were two colors. One was gray and rainbow, like the hat you're knitting now. And the other mm -hmm. was pink and rainbow. And oh, I wanted them so bad. But uh, this email came in at the early of my shift and I work a 10 hour shift. And I was like, I didn't order yarn until after work. I was trying not to order yarn at all, but I was like, I really want those colors. Well, the colors were awesome and they were already sold out 10 hours later. And mm. instead of being a rational person and going, whoo, that was averted. I can keep going and knit my stash. I bought 10 other colors instead. <laughs> <laughs> So that's uh, actually how I got this yarn I'm knitting right now with the six ply to test it out. And yeah, so my fantasy knitting is all of this new sock yarn. I wish I had more sock needles too, so I could like cast on a whole bunch. I currently have three sets and logically I think three pairs going at once is probably sufficient, but Oh, it is tempting to go out and buy more sock needles so I can cast on more new things. Yes. Yep. Well, my current mindset says go for it. Yep. More sock <laughs> <Okay>. needles. <laughs> Sounds I logical like to me. <laughs> so what about you? What have you been thinking about? All right. So I actually have a, a big one here that I'm kind of excited about. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm dreaming of a deep fall red worsted weight poncho for the fall. And, and I'll tell you why. I don't know if you remember, but a while back, my Clover Poncho was in a Malabrigo book. And the name of the book was the, I think, Malabrigo 17, Ponchos and Familia. And it is a beautiful fingering weight poncho. In fact, it's the one that's on the cover of the book, which is cool. Uh -huh. And yeah, it was exciting. So cool. Yeah. But um, the original idea for that was not fingering weight. Um the original idea for that never got used because a whole bunch mm -hmm. of changes needed to, to happen between the worsted weight submission that got accepted and the fingering weight yarn that came in the mail as yarn support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I am super excited to go back and rethink and rework that original idea in a nice fall red. So that's yes. what I'm dreaming about. Nice. I'm excited to see that. Are you using like that same leaf design on it? Do you know yet? Yeah, I think it will be similar, but it, it will be more what was originally intended. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, okay. yeah. And, and I do think I'll stick with Malabrigo yarn. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'll stick with Malabrigo Rio, Rios Ew. because that was the original intent. Yeah. I love Rios. It's one of I my do too. Favorites. Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, mulligans. Well, first off, this podcast, this is our third time recording this episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, it's nice to, um, I was like, well, if this was a knitting project, I would rip it out and do over because of the tech difficulties we were having. So fingers crossed this one is good. It's looking good. All right. Um, other mulligans. I'm going to keep in the sock theme. My brother's sock, my brother's Christmas socks that I've spoken to about over the years on this podcast. I was knitting it in a knitting group and mentioning how big my brother's feet are and held up the sock. And from across a room, a knitter was like, um, your brother's feet are not that big. And I was like, oh, no, he's a pretty big guy. And uh, this Christmas, so I bound off right then and there so that there was no needles. And then mm-hmm. I saved it for our Christmas and I had them try it on. And I did overshoot by at least an inch, at least. So I'm going to be um, pulling back and putting on the toe and knock on wood, putting in Ravelry the actual number of inches so that I have this information to refer back to later. Uh, So yes. Yeah. And then I have another one, which is that April cardigan, and this is less of a mulligan, but making it work. That April cardigan, that of old rusted chair yarn, that super mm-hmm. wash that is so bouncy, but it's also very, very heavy. Uh, this cardigan has contiguous uh, sleeves. So that means it's supposed to fit like a set in sleeves, but the weight of the sweater just pulls it down. So what should be a three inch sleeve cap pulls down like five inches so that the sleeve starts halfway down my, down my shoulder, the like practically to my elbow, even yeah. though the, the math is correct. It's just the weight in the superwash has no grab to it. So I did um, crocheted stabilizing and that worked not at all. Looking back on it, I think it's because I just crocheted it to make it stiff. I didn't go, this needs to be three inches and how many stitches do I need to skip to make it that? I just made the, I just gave it the stabilization. So I took it to a group and uh, to have knitting people there, like measure across my shoulders. I did that and we cut the twill tape. I'm now using twill tape to the right length. And I sewed it in each shoulder, but I did not sew it across the back of my neck because I wanted to try it on. And it was still the same issue. So I had someone else measure me and we realized we needed to take that in yet another two inches across the, we had the shoulders right, but the back of the neck was stretching out too much. So right now I have the twill tape pulled out so that two inches are, um, it's like a loop in the back of the neck and I'm sewing everything down and then I'll just snip off that extra. Uh, I will try to get um, photos up on Ravelry so people can see what I'm talking about. But I think this is finally going to work. I have it basted in. I now need to steam it to make it relax because things are sort of puckering to make sure I don't need to re-sew it. But man, I don't think, I don't think I have it in me to re-sew. Oh, that's a lot for my mulligans. All right. We are now ready for uh, ooh, podcast announcements. We are ready for podcast announcements. So join the um, Geminit podcast group on Ravelry or follow Geminit podcasts on Instagram. And then make sure and follow Tamara on Instagram too. So you can see those selfies. 
I actually have two Instagrams. I uh-huh. kind of interrupted there, but one of them is my name, Tamara Moots, and that's where I talk about kind of life stuff and hiking and knitwear design. And then I started another one for the Etsy shop, and that one is Tallgrass Knitting, because I've started to feel weird about making all my friends look at my knitting toolkits and my mm-hmm. bag charms and my stitch markers and that kind of stuff. So I separated them out, and it, I'm trying a new thing. I'm not sure how I like it, but so far, so good. Good. Okay. So follow both of those. That's entertainment. So uh, what are you watching, reading? So this time I'm just going to talk about one book and it, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. So this is the first book of Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archives. The title is The Way of Kings. And while the older teen was home over spring break, they talked a lot about how much they love the series and about the world building and about the characters and about, you know, just one of the best series. And, and so I thought, I miss this kid a lot. And um, they like this book a lot. I'm going to read this. Mm-hmm. This author also wrote the Mistborn Chronicles, the Mistborn series. I'm not, I'm not sure what there was like maybe six of those books. And I loved those. And so I picked it up and I've been reading it. And I, I am just now about to the end of chapter 75, which mm-hmm. is somewhere near a thousand pages. And um, things are just now starting to happen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's they've been building this whole time, but oh my gosh, there's no vampires, there's no spaceships, there's no romance or steam, and those are the things I normally read, right? And so I am finally invested in the series. I think now. <laughs> <laughs> How long is the book? I- I'm near yeah. the end. I don't okay. know. That's, yeah, I'm... that is a long long time to <laughs> <laughs> to build up yeah yes. yeah um I, the reason i don't know is i read almost everything on my phone i think we do have a copy of the sure. book somewhere in the house but i i don't know for sure how many pages there are I, i'm getting close <laughs> oh wow so i have two tv shows one is light and fun. And I burned through three episodes in a week. So uh, hopefully the episodes aren't very long or else that is embarrassing. Um, And that is the BBC Ghosts. It is about a old house that has a whole bunch of ghosts that are haunting it that has been inherited by a young couple. And hilarity ensues as the ghosts walk around chatting and the couples are leaving, living their separate life. And it's all, um, it's funny. If you like British comedies, I think you're going to like it. It's low-key funny as everybody is... Um, just low-key funny. We're going to just stop at that because if I say anything, the only surprise on the show is in the first episode and I don't want to ruse um, any surprises. So go watch it. I think you, I think your husband especially will like it. It's streaming on HBO. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And then the other one is I have watched a total of one episode of, um, one episode of Station 
11 on HBO. And wow, that was heart in my throat. The episode is actually quite sweet, the first episode, but because it is about a flu pandemic and it is 2023 right now, it was released in December of 21. So it mostly showed in 2022. Very topical. And the whole time, I've, my heart was in my throat. Uh, it was pounding. I was having all this anxiety about uh, whether, you know, they were worried about uh, the flu, but the um, government wasn't saying anything. And then that night, I like had nightmares about it. It was yeah. that intense. So this is not something I can binge at all. I'm going to be watching one episode a week. So I'll probably last pretty sure I'm watching the second episode because I quite enjoyed it. But then at the same time as like, uh, when the second episode queued up, I was like, nope, gotta shut this down. I can't just let it show me the second episode because I need time to recover. Yeah. We've actually, Uh we've watched a good chunk of that. Um, and Uh it is good. It is really good, but I'll be honest. it, It is anxiety causing because it's about a pandemic during a pandemic or during the end of a pandemic. And, Mm -hmm. um, we actually haven't finished that series because we got to a point where I said, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> so if you finish yes. it, don't tell me what happens because eventually we will because I do like it. But we're, yeah. we're currently taking a break. <laughs> I totally get that. So um, I will probably just bring it up this once. But the you'd mentioned on the last book that like you like the vampires. I I vampires are scary. I do not like vampires very much, but I do enjoy the zombie movies. Now there's no zombies yet. And I don't think this is zombies, but it's the same sort of um, the same sort of feel to it. So I think it's going to be my jam. We will see, but intense. Definitely. Yeah, it really is. I think that's enough for this uh, welcome back episode. Thank you for hanging in there and thanks for listening. Bye-bye.